are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're going to be talking about prayer in this session, and we're talking about releasing the ability of God through prayer. We're uh, studying from my book, Releasing the Ability of God Through Prayer. I think one of the problems concerning prayer is that many times people think that it's just, you know, they say, well, it's to tell God the problem, and, and if you're not careful, you end up with a theology that's all your own and does not agree with the Word of God. Now, I want to say some things in way of introduction to this book because this book is not intended to be a complete work on prayer and cover every phase of it. But yet, what I want to do concerning prayer and the subject that we study concerning this book is to show you how that many times we have preconceived ideas concerning a subject that turn out to be in disagreement with the Word of God. Now, when you disagree with God's Word, you're in a situation where you're going to have to change because God's not going to change, and heaven and earth will pass away, but God's Word won't change. And let me say this concerning your prayer life and situations that you have faced and prayed about. If your prayer life is successful, then I wouldn't change it. But if you're at a point where that things are not working for you, your prayers are not being answered, then I would suggest that you listen diligently as we teach and share and then make some changes according to the Word of God. Because I tell you what, God's laws, spiritual laws, will get your prayers answered if you'll operate in them properly. Uh, Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Seek and you shall find. Well, thank God if you do that, then it's going to happen just like Jesus said. Now, we forget sometimes that we have preconceived ideas that get us in trouble down the road somewhere. I know that when I began to study the subject of prayer and began to hear some teaching along that line, then you see there were some things in my life that didn't measure up to what the Word was saying concerning prayer. And when I changed those ideas, changed the way I was thinking, changed the way I was praying, then I began to get some results. Now, I say this quite often. I traveled the religious road of praying for probably 20 years. Seldom ever had a prayer answered. If I did, it was just, you know, like someone said, it's a faith accident because I prayed wrong. When I prayed wrong, I actually believed wrong, and I believed that it was, you know, all up to God, and whatever God did about it, that's what had happened. And then, of course, the devil ended up taking advantage of that. And, you know, it's like someone has stated that if you stayed on the same road for 20 years and didn't get to the destination, you know, you ought to be able to figure out pretty soon that, you know, you're on the wrong road if you didn't make it there. Some people pray the same prayers, go through the same religious ritual year after year after year, never get any results, never get to the destination, and somehow it never occurred to them that maybe they're missing it. Well, this book is designed to help provoke you to thinking. Now, we're going to start with chapter 1. It's called The Ability of God. And I want to talk about that because I think sometimes people don't realize that the ability that God has is available to you, through you, 
And prayer is one of the ways that you release the ability of God. Now, there's always some people that say, well, you know, this is the way I've been taught, and I've been taught that way for years, and I'm not going to change now, regardless of what the Word of God says. <laughs> well, someone said this, and I think it's very true. If you know it all, then you've got a lot to learn. So I don't propose to know it all about prayer. And, and let me say this, we're talking about primarily, in this book, we're primarily talking about the prayer petition although we will deal with some other areas. But you see, we've lumped all the prayers together. There's different kinds of prayer. There's a prayer of thanksgiving and praise. There's a prayer of petition. There's the prayer of intercession. There's other prayers that we can pray. Prayers for another individual. Prayers for ourselves. Now, to just take all of this prayer that the Bible talks about, just lump it all together and say, well, now we're just going to use the same rules for all prayer, then, you know, we're going to be in a problem because it'd be like trying to play football with baseball rules or tennis rules. Now, you know, that wouldn't work. You're going to have chaos. And I'll tell you, quite frankly, that's what a lot of people have. They have chaos <laughs> because in their prayer life, they're trying to use rules for prayer of intercession or the prayer of thanksgiving and praise in the area of petition. Well, it just simply doesn't work that way. And if we can learn some things, and it'll help us. I want to begin uh, with a scripture in Second Timothy, the second chapter, as a way of introduction into this subject, because I think this is very important to you to have a, the right attitude and the right frame of mind and understand where I'm coming from. Not that I know everything, but I've learned some things down through the years, and I want to impart it to you. Second Timothy, the second chapter, let's begin with verse 24. Paul says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Now, Paul said, The servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. Now, the teacher, when you teach, you must be patient with people because people don't always understand it just because you said it. And, and I want you to realize that because I say some things doesn't necessarily mean that I've known this all of my life. And I don't want the impression to get over to you that I know everything and have always known this because I hadn't. I learned it. I learned it from other individuals. I learned it from books and tapes and from studying the Word of God. Some of it I've learned in recent years. Paul says in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, peradventure of God would give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Now, some of you that are listening to this, what has happened down through the years has kind of culminated in the things that you're experiencing now concerning your prayer life. Now, the Bible says here, Paul says, you must recover yourself out of the snare of the devil. If you've been deceived, and many of you have, I was deceived myself, then you have to recover yourself. It's not a matter of saying, now, Lord, if I've missed it, just get me out of this mess. <laughs> it just, it's not that easy. You've got to find out where you've missed it and make a decision to do what God says to do about it and be willing to change some things that you're doing that are wrong. 
Now, I was doing things wrong. I've done things wrong for years in certain areas. It's like Will Rogers said one time, everybody's ignorant just about different things. So some of us have been ignorant about prayer. Some have been ignorant about faith and other things. But uh, it's not wrong to be in that state. It's wrong to want to stay there. So let's be willing to change and uh, recover ourselves out of the snare of the devil because we've been taken captive by him at his will. And that's one of the problems I feel concerning prayer is that we've been deceived in some areas. The devil is out to deceive you. Now, let's talk about John, the 15th chapter. Jesus makes a statement in verse 7. He said, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask what you will, and it shall be done. Now, this is a strong statement. In fact, it's so powerful that many people just simply brush it off and say, well, now, that couldn't be true because Jesus is making a statement there that if it happened, then just anything that I said or prayed would come to pass. No, no. You see, they miss the whole thing that Jesus is trying to get over here. If you abide in me. Now, if he'd have said, if you abide in me, then ask what you will and it shall be done. Then you'd had it made, wouldn't you? Boy, that'd have been great if Jesus said it that way, but he didn't say it that way. He said, if you abide in me and my words. Notice, he said, if my words abide in you. Now, that's the key to it, is having the word of God abiding in you. Then he says, ask what you will, and it shall be done. Now, see, Jesus said, ask what you will. Now, you'll have people all over, and I've, had, I've heard them teach it, preach it, and everything else, that, you know, if it's not God's will, then it won't happen to you. So, you know, just pray this way, Lord, if it be thy will, then, then if it's not God's will, then it won't happen, and therefore you'll be safe if you pray that way. Well, now, according to the Scripture, that's not right. And I don't know about you, but that's what I'm going to go by is what the Scripture says. Because, you see, the Bible said that Israel desired a king. It wasn't God's will for Israel to have a king at that point. But they kept requesting it, seeking God, asking God for a king, and God gave them a king. It wasn't his will. That wasn't the perfect will of God. But because they asked it, because they believed for it, they received it. It was not good for them. They'd have been better off if it hadn't happened. But yet they received it. Now, I ask you, was it God's will? No, wasn't the will of God. But they received it. So it's not just the things that is the will of God that you can receive through prayer. You can receive things through prayer and through your seeking and asking that is not God's will. So it is important, it is a major importance for you to know what the will of God is before you pray. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a book offer. It's Releasing the Ability of God Through Prayer. 172-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $15. In this book on releasing the ability of God through prayer, we talk about the fact that God's ability dwells in the believer to the degree that the Word dwells in them. And then how to release your faith. You know, you release your faith with words. Words create images in you. As you confess the word, you'll create faith because 
God has designed the human spirit like an airplane. An airplane doesn't have any lift on its wings until you thrust it through the air. Your confession of the Word of God is like thrust is to an airplane. And the Word of God, when you confess it, it creates faith inside you. Chapter 3 in this book is called the New Covenant Prayer. Some things about the New Covenant that didn't happen under the Old Covenant and vice versa. Then chapter 4 is called Accurate Prayer. You know, so many people don't know how to pray scripturally. This tells you how to pray scripturally. And then one chapter is called Keys to Answered Prayer. Are your prayers being answered? If they are, I wouldn't change anything. But if they're not, I would change some things. Importunity in prayer. You need to know what that means because most people have misunderstood that parable. Confession brings possession is chapter 7. You know, your confession of the Word of God will cause faith to come. And when faith comes, the ability of God is released inside you, and you release faith in prayer. You see, God doesn't just answer prayer. He answers the prayer of faith. It's impossible to pray a prayer of faith if you don't know the will of God. Offer number 7503, releasing the ability of God through prayer. 172-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $15. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kapps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.